Coming up, today's guest is an indie app developer that you are going to love. He shares how he finds profitable app ideas and positions them in a competitive market, plus two strategies that I absolutely love. Number one, how he uses giveaways to get his initial downloads and ratings. And number two, how he studies the newest top grossing apps to see what they are doing right. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Give your users options by adding rewarded surveys into your app monetization mix with Theorem Reach. They are the leading survey monetization company in the digital space. Learn more at theoremreach.com. AppRadar helps you accelerate your mobile growth through their simple ASO platform, and they set up optimized Apple search ads to help you scale up your user acquisition. Check them out at appradar.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go, the podcast, the YouTube channel, when you want action-packed content related to growing your app downloads and, more importantly, increasing your attention so that ultimately you can increase that revenue as well. Today, I've got a phenomenal guest for you. He is building apps out there. He's talk, we want to talk all about pricing, how he comes up with the pricing, how he comes up with his app ideas, how he studies the markets and figure that out, and then the different tactics that he's using to increase his revenues. So without further ado, let me introduce the guest. His name is James Stetzer. He is the founder of Dream Builders Simple Solutions. He's got a slew of productivities app apps out there and we're going to learn all about them and how he's been able to really increase revenues and how he builds these ideas. So without further ado, James, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure just being here. So I'm honored. <laughs> well, I'm super excited that our friend, mutual friend Moyo connected us. So thank you, Moyo. Absolutely. As a new dad, I think he's just too busy. I'm like, Moyo, you want to come on? I've asked him like three months ago. He's like, God, oh, too busy, man. You asked him three months later. Nah, I'm too busy, man. So congratulations, yeah, he, Moyo. He's a busy guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's start off with this. Like, how do you come up? So you, I know you got a scanner app. You've got a mm -hmm. VPN app. How are you coming up with these ideas? Why these types of apps? Of apps. Yeah. So really, um, I try to reverse engineer the market and I try to look for apps that I see are already producing revenue in the market. So one of my go-to tools um, is App Annie. So essentially, I just, um, you, go, you know, go to App Annie and I uh, filter down the top grossing business and productivity apps. And then based on that, you know, I look for trends if I see, you know, particular apps that are ranking, um, you know, in the top 100 or so, um, then I try to go for those depending on how many apps I see of that type of uh, application. So like, for an example, my faxing app that I have out, I would have never in my life imagined that, <laughs> you know, I, I <laughs> that I would have found success, you know, uh, pr you know, developing a, a faxing app. But what I saw in the market was that there were um, a lot of apps that were producing, you know, over 20K, over 30K, over 50K on a month by month basis. And I just figured I could easily penetrate that market, um, you know, just by looking at the reviews and things that customers were looking for. Mm. So I decided to target that app and I found success doing so. Nice. And you can, you can code yourself, right? <laughs> 
I can code myself, but I do outsource. Okay. Um, I found it to be more uh, efficient for me, especially, um, you know, due to my, my time schedules and, and everything that I have going on. So it just works better. But, you know, if I had to, you know, if I was in the crunch, then I, I could definitely roll up my sleeves and get dirty again. But, you know, it may take a little, little more time since I haven't done it in a while, but I do have a background in code. That's so awesome because I think, you know, the advantage of that, and I've, I've got like a very tiny little background in coding, but you're able to sort of sift through and figure out which coders are going to be the ones that are valuable. Because I love having coder friends like yourself, man. I'm just like, wait, this guy's telling me two weeks. Is that reasonable? Like, I, he's like, <laughs> right. well, it is reasonable, but I could probably get it done like two days. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it also helps like with my pricing. So whenever I... Uh, you know, send out a, a requirement for a developer and they send me back a bogus quote. I'm like, okay, like, come on guys, let's be serious. <laughs> I know it doesn't take a hundred hours to add this little snippet of code. So, you know, let's be reasonable here. So I'm able to push back and it gives me that flexibility. Now, are you purposely looking for apps with a subscription-based model? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's my bread and butter because, you know, it, to me uh the subscription based model really changed the game like it's it, it feels more like a real business than what i've read in the past you know based on how things used to be um but yeah i, I think it gives us that real sense of a business we're able to predict um you know the sales for the month and it just gives us that steady dose of income and i really like that i like that dude how do you how do you figure out like from a monetization piece. So you've kind of determined the model. It's going to be subscription-based, monthly, yearly, probably. And then how do you determine the pricing? Are you looking for specific apps with similar pricing or like how do you determine that part? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, initially, when whenever I kick off an app, I try to uh, give the market what's already working. So I don't mm-hmm. try to differentiate, you know, too much from what's already working, what's already out there. So I try to take um, a combination of the top producing app in my category and also the top producing app that's, uh, that's most recently launched. So for an example, in the scanner app space, uh, there's a, an app that recently launched and they are, they've like, <laughs> they found a lot of success. And I found that they're doing things a little differently from what the top dog in the, uh, the app market is doing. So I try to add a combination of both and then I usually approach it that way. I love that, dude. So how do you find these like ones that have recently launched are doing really well? Is- yep. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much the same. I just uh, use App Annie. So uh, within App Annie, you have the release date that you can view. And based on that, I'm able to see, okay, they're currently ranking in the top 100 grossing apps in the business category, but they've recently launched. You know, they launched like two months ago, but they're already ranking. So let me take a closer look. Let me download the app and play around and see what they're doing differently that I may not be doing. And that's how I I usually go about it. Oh, I love that, dude. I love that. I haven't heard that one. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I got to write it down. That's what I'm doing right now. So (laughs) bear with me. I'll toss a question for you just so I can have some time on my own. But I love what you said in our pre-interview notes when you were like, look, perfection will get you left behind in the app business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, this was something actually that my, well, one of my app mentors, uh, Muyo, had to be in my head because (laughs) I wanted my app uh, to be perfect before I launched it. And I was procrastinating. Honestly, I was adding things that really didn't matter. And he was like, James, like, dude, just put the app in the market. 
see what your customers say and then you know tweak the app based on that customer feedback so that's what i did and you know it's worked for me so i'm trying to implement that throughout my entire app portfolio but that's something that i definitely struggled with early on so shout out to, to moyo for uh yeah. <laughs> pushing me and beating that in my head he's getting too many plugs james let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that guy right right <laughs> <laughs> the do you ha you seem to be a very systematic person like you have a process in place i love those systems too do you have a process that like what I found from you, from talking to people, it's like, it's so hard to get that early users. So do you have a process that you like to go through to be like, all right, I'm going to build a minimal viable product. I'm going to get it out there and I'm going to, how do you drive traffic? How do you get those elements early on? Yeah. So initially what, you know, one, one hack that I, I'll um, plug in today is that I've started um, hosting like a free, basically, how would I? How would I word this? It's basically like a, a drawing, a free drawing. Um, so I allow my friends and whoever on Facebook, I allow them to participate in the drawing. And if they download, rate, and review my app, they get added into the drawing. Wow. And uh, based on that, they get, you know, a $100 uh, gift card or a $100 cash prize, you know, if they screenshot and show me evidence that they've downloaded and rated and reviewed the app. So that's how I drop those initial ratings and downloads and then you know i start implementing um you know the apple search ads that's been really good to me and nice. i try to you know tweak my of course my aso so that i'm able to uh, drop some organic traffic as well but but yeah that's really how i drop the initial ratings and reviews and uh, the downloads to help me you know get a, a kick start dude yes. you're able to get good amount of people doing that Yes. Put it on Facebook? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I try to go live, at least when I do run those uh, free drawings, I try to go live like, you know, every other day. And I'm just reminding people, hey, guys, like there's $100 on the line. Get it out. literally takes like a minute, you know, of your time and you can win $100. And the thing that makes it so interesting is that you can be entered into the drawing multiple times. So oh. if you refer the app out to someone, uh -huh. then I'm including your name in that drawing uh, twice. If you refer it out three times, your name is going in the drawing uh, initially four times because you yourself downloaded and rated the app and then you referred it out to three other people. So it gives you a higher chance of winning. So it makes it competitive in a way. So I found success doing that. That's awesome, man. Are you using a platform or a tool to manage all this stuff or just all hands? No. <laughs> just paper, paper and pencil? Yeah, 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 yep. And my wife, of course, uh, she's helping me. But yeah, just all Excel-based. You know, I'm trying to keep track of everything and uh, yeah, just doing it that way. I wish I had a tool. That would make it a lot easier. But uh, right now, just using Excel to do that. <laughs> That's great, man. What were some, I mean, just question here would be like what kind of results are you seeing from a hundred dollar gift card uh so like with the faxing app it really kick-started um what has been a really a great app um, a great revenue producing app for me but i just found that it, it gives me that um that head start that i need you know because initially especially being you know a, a small frog in the pond uh, of these large uh you know, businesses and entrepreneurs in the space, um, you really have to find creative ways on how you can drive uh, ratings and reviews early on because it's, 
you know, it can be difficult at times to have people try out new apps, um, you know, whenever they don't have any ratings or reviews. Yeah. So it's important to, you know, at least try to drive a little, <laughs> you know, ratings and reviews it. so that you can, uh, you know, you know, show that for the customers so that they feel more comfortable downloading and converting over to a paid user. You know, th- this is this type of stuff that excites me. Like I'm equally, well, not as excited if you give me like a, a nice little Facebook ad strategy. I'm like, oh, cool. That's really cool. But when I hear something that's just like grit, hustle, and you just like, I just get so much more excited over that. Like the fact that you're going live. What are you saying on these live things, man? You're like, hey, I got a hundred bucks on like, go check out my app. You know, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I'm like, Hey guys, uh, I just launched the app. I would really like if you guys would support me. That's awesome. Uh, it takes literally 30 to 30 seconds to a minute of your time to download rate and review the app. If you don't have an iPhone, you can refer the app out to an Android. I mean, to an, to someone who does have an iPhone or an iPad so that they can participate. So everyone is, you know, you know, free game. Everyone is uh, able to participate and, uh, to be included in the drawing. So, you know, it's been, it's been good. And I, I plan on implementing that strategy going forward as well. Me too, man. <laughs> I'm excited about that one too. I'm going to use that. I'm going to steal that from you. The, and then give it, give give it, give credit to Moyo too. Afterwards. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Moyo can't steal that one. That's me. That's <laughs> the, the other thing I want to move on to is the search ad strategy. What does your process look like to, to drive low cost installs on search ads? Yeah, so initially uh, what I like to do is uh, I like to run the uh, the advanced search ads just wide open. So um, that way I'm able to download the report and see like what type of hits I received from the report. And in parallel to that, I also um, run a targeted um, app. I'm, I'm, I'm excuse me, a targeted uh, app, Apple search ad strategy uh, to where I already have a specific, um, you know, specific keywords in mind. Um, so for an example, I'll go back to the facts and app. I already knew that there were really three, three to four main keywords that I wanted to target. Um, so I already knew off the bat that I wanted to uh, target those. So I'll include those in a targeted search ad strategy. And then, like I said, in parallel, I'm running one wide open so that it picks up on things that I may not have thought of, you know, in the process. So I'm going to assume like that targeted ones, like exact match campaign. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the discovery one, the other campaign where you're letting Apple, are you putting any keywords in there or are you going to no. just, Oh really? Yeah, so you, can, yeah. you don't even have to put keywords in there. No. And that was something that I did not know. Actually, uh, I had an Apple representative reach out to me and they said that that was actually one of their recommended approaches is yeah. to run these two in parallel. So I did that and I found some uh, success doing that because there were a lot of keywords that I had not initially thought of that were included in, you know, that report that I generated, um, you know, during that campaign. So it, it really works. In terms of, okay, I'm going to get super geeky and detailed here. In terms mm-hmm. of the campaign, are you creating a brand new campaign? Or are you doing it in different, same campaign, but different ad groups? Walk me through that. Yeah, yeah, different different ad groups. Okay. So just the same campaign, different ad groups. But you know, essentially, you could do the same in separate campaigns as well if, if you wanted to. But yeah, 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 exactly. So it's about preference, really. And then budget allocation. Is there anything that you're doing, like you know, maybe seventy thirty? What are you doing? Uh, initially, I try to do yeah, roughly seventy thirty. But um, as time goes on, especially once I find a good mix of uh targeted keywords, then 
I ramp it up to 80-20 where I'm not running as much uh, on the wide open, you know, uh, search. Um, but, you know, I still have it there just in case I run across any keywords that I haven't targeted in the past. I love that. I think as an indie developer, you know, what Apple Search Ads provides us with a great opportunity because I've heard from others, you know, like Apple Search Ads, basic. So a guest of mine, he's going to talk more in depth about this, but he runs advanced and basic at the same time. And he was talking to his Apple search ads rep. And he's like, I never heard that. And he's like, well, it's helping because it's helping mm-hmm. both things. And yep. so it's something to try that, but uh, he's an indie developer like yourself and he, that's what he does. And he, he, the one thing that he said, and I would love your thoughts on this, James, is he said that he sh- tries to find spoiling all the things that we're probably talk about in the interview, but he tries to find subscription-based apps that are yearly around twenty to thirty dollars for a mm. yearly price. He found that those are more, you know, valuable in terms of driving conversions, getting more subscribers. He just found like anything above that, he's like, you know, it's harder to convert those users. What are your thoughts on this? You know what I? To be honest, I haven't really. Uh, thought too much about that because the apps that I've targeted thus far in my portfolio, they typically, they're pretty pricey to, to be honest. Um, so the, not really the faxing app, but the VPN apps and the scanner apps, uh, they're pretty pricey, you know, in my opinion for, you know, uh, the functionality, but, uh, you know, that's what the market is producing and that's what's working. So, you know, I won't argue with that, but, (laughs) but, uh, but no, I I haven't ran across that and I I haven't given it too much thought, but that's interesting. Um, yeah, that's how much are your yearly packages just to get us. uh, Yeah. So for my faxing app, I want to say, I think it's over $100 right now. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. My, so for my VPN app, it's definitely uh, over a hundred dollars. I think it's like roughly one twenty or something like that for a yearly subscription. And then for my scanner app, I think it's also over a hundred. So I think all of my yearly uh, subscriptions uh, are between the one hundred to one hundred and twenty mark, if I'm not mistaken. When you're setting up those pricing plans, and I think you have a few apps that are weekly, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how do you figure that out? Like whether to do monthly, weekly, and then yearly. Yep. So uh, again, that, that just goes back to me seeing what's already working in the market. So once I'm able to uh, determine, you know, hey, th- these guys are converting pretty, you know, pretty well, uh, let me mimic or, you know, uh, implement a, a similar pricing strategy. And that's how I go about that. Um, so what I found in the scanner space, as far as that, um, it's really popular to uh, implement the weekly subscription. Um, mm. but for my VPN app, you know, I found that there's really a good mixture. So there's a lot of apps that are producing very well monthly. Um, but there's also a, a lot of apps that are producing a lot of revenue uh, weekly as well. So, you know, I'm just trying to find that balance and seeing what, what works. Um, but of course each case is different, you know, you have to tweak and, uh, determine what works best for you, but that's really how I, I go about that. What are you kind of focusing on? I know you and I are working together on, you know, maybe changing up some of those pricing pages. What have mm-hmm. you found to be successful in trying to drive more conversions to your plans? Yeah, yeah. So definitely um, just making sure you clearly communicate the benefits of, uh, you know, what what your app has to offer. 
And then also uh, one thing that I actually implemented before we we started working together, but because of this uh, podcast, because I had heard it on one of your previous episodes, was adding that social proof. So I added that to my faxing apps uh, screenshots. So I, I think I added like we um, we've sent like over a million successful faxes yeah. uh, and that like that drove uh, my downloads up like tremendously. Cool. <laughs> like it really works. Yeah. Adding that social proof. So I found that if you have some social proof to, to add to your screenshots or just anywhere in your application, I think that could really help drive, uh, you know, downloads and conversions as well. Take that, Moyo. That's Moyo <laughs> two, Steve one. Keep it score here. <laughs> James one. <laughs> We're losing. How are we losing? It's just you right, and me. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I love that. I love that. What What else? What else can you? I think the, you know, these apps that you're kind of pointing out, they seem to be pretty competitive. So like, how do you figure out, like, how do you position yourself when it comes to like these very competitive markets too? Yeah. Yeah. So one thing uh, that I like to do is first understand like what keywords I want to target. And then once I understand the keywords, I'm able to play around with my title to hopefully address, um, you know, the, the main keywords. So I'll take my faxing, my faxing app for an example. So um, I found that the top keyword that I wanted to target was uh, fax from iPhone free. And what I saw is that none of the apps in the, um, in the market had uh, free in their name. So, you know, I know Apple has a policy against that, right? They don't want you to reference price, but you know, I started thinking of other creative ways that I could implement the word free within my title. So I came up with the angle uh, to add free of ads, like free of advertisements, mm. uh, instead of, you know, referencing the price, referencing that I'm free of ads. And that's something that I implemented and I was able to uh, rank pretty high just by adding that twist in my name. And one thing that's pretty funny is that I now see a lot of the, my top uh, competitors, they're implementing the same strategy. Like it's blowing my mind. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. But yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy seeing that these guys are now implementing the strategy that, you know, that I introduced. So it's pretty cool. I love that. That's a, that's a point for you. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It's a fun game. <laughs> We're playing. No, I love that. The I used to do this in eBay, dude. Like back in the day, we sell like these rip-off sunglasses, and it's like you just put like Gucci. So I love that. Like it's a little twist of like free yeah. of ad type of thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love it. I love it, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. I wish Absolutely. you could give that away on the podcast, but no, no, it's all you. good. You know, like I said, <laughs> I see people already implementing it, so you know, it's all good. It's out there now, so hey, run with it. <laughs> I love it, James. All right, brother. Well, let let's go to the big finish so besides all your other apps like all your apps give us one app that we should definitely check out yeah so i would say definitely check out my um are you saying besides my apps? yeah besides your apps okay okay <laughs> yeah. um, definitely check out your yeah. apps but. <laughs> yeah i was about to plug myself <laughs> uh but let's see one app that i've been using is um asana okay um, so that's the project management tool uh and I use that to track, you know, my progress uh, throughout all of my apps. So that's something that's been very beneficial to me. And I actually have a template that I use, like whenever I introduce a new app, I just copy and paste and I use that same formula in project management format so that I'm Ooh. able to hit everything. Yeah. So 
that's been an uh, I'm honestly an awesome tool. It's a free tool. Of course, you know, there are paid features, but I found that the free uh, features work just fine for me. So definitely check that app out. Okay. What was, what was the app that you had that you want us to check out? Uh, Asana. Asana. No, yours, a- your app. Oh my, oh yeah. Of mine, I would say uh, the VPN app. So I can give you the exact name. Honestly, I, I play around us too. Yeah, I play around with um, my name a lot, so <laughs> I'm not always up on my latest name. Uh, so right now it is Dream Builders VPN and Wi-Fi Proxy. So okay. that's the name of my VPN app. So I really haven't been um, haven't been advertising that one as much yet because I'm trying to get the scanner app to a certain level before I uh, jump into uh, advertising that one. But that one has a lot of potential. Like I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about it. Cool. I like it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll put that in that. What's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? Uh, a lesson that's taken me the longest to learn. Honestly, I would circle back and say um, just the perfection piece because I, I, I think I view myself as a, a perfectionist. I, I want everything to be a certain way before I give it to the world and that was something that was so hard for me to get over um and that was really a it was a hard lesson for me to learn literally like i i know i've already said this but muyo really had to force me to put the app in the app store because i i just felt like it wasn't there um and i found that i that's actually how i approach life and um uh, i think learning that lesson has made me a better person because i'm able to do so much more and i'm not um you know, I'm not really limiting myself. And I think that's one of the biggest uh, advantages that small entrepreneurs have or small companies have is their ability to make decisions quickly, right? Um, we're not like these large organizations that have to go through 10 different people, 10 different approvals before they're able to get changes in the market. Like we should be able to make make a decision just like that, implement it. If it doesn't work, tweak it. Uh, put it back out in the market and, you know, be able to adapt and adjust. And that's something that I've really uh, been able to apply to my life in general, as well as into my business. All right. You ready for some fun questions? Yes, sir. All right. I like it. Okay. (laughs) Who's your celebrity crush? Oh man. Oh, my celebrity crush. Oh, I would say, and my wife already knows this, so I'm just going to say uh, Sierra, the singer. Okay, I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say her. Yeah. See the future or change the past? Oh, uh, see the future. Yeah. Really? Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say see the future. Um, Like the past is the past. You know, I think the past is there so that we can learn from it. But I would love to just see what's ahead and maybe I wouldn't. Uh, worry uh, as much mm. um, about certain things <laughs> so it would be good to see the future <laughs> name a gift or a present that you'll never forget mm. gift or a present that i would never forget i would say um probably my actually my my car my car was a gift from my grandfather uh so it was a chrysler 300 2005 and uh, he bought it like brand new uh, back in 2004. And he told me from the get go, like, hey, whenever you get of age, I'm going to give this car to you as long as you uh, do right. And yeah, as long as you keep your head on straight. And he, you know, he kept his promise. And 
whenever I graduated from high school, he gave me the keys. Like, no, no offense, but it's about it. Like, yeah, he gave me the keys, and I'm still driving the car. <laughs> My wife year. is like, man, you need a new car. I'm like, no. <laughs> he to me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is this your dad's father or your mom's yep, father? Yep. Yeah, my dad's dad. Yeah, my yeah. dad's father. So uh, he he's yeah. an inspirational man, man. When you, I mean, he grew up in a different time, and the fact that he's able mm-hmm. to build a real estate business and do all that stuff—that's awesome, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's an awesome guy. <laughs> I love it. All right. What was last question? What's your last YouTube search? Um. Hmm. Earn your leisure podcast. That was mm-hmm. my last YouTube search. Um. So, like, I'm not sure if you've heard of that podcast but like they are doing some phenomenal things like they bring on different um business owners from like all different industries so from real estate to uh the technology industry to the trucking industry like literally they touch yeah they touch every market and you know they're they're uh african americans so yeah they're they're just really bringing a lot of exposure to um, a lot of african americans they have a, a Facebook group that I'm a part of, a real estate Dude, Facebook huge. group. Yeah, so they are they are really uh, doing a phenomenal job, and they they have a huge movement right now. I think they're ranked like uh, in the top like thirty business podcasts or something yeah. like that. Um, so they're doing an awesome job. Yeah. So why are they? Are you searching on my YouTube? They put their podcast episodes on YouTube as well. Yep. Yep. Okay. So they record. Yeah, they video record every. Uh, every episode and then they also have like every week they have what's called uh, market mondays um mm-hmm. so that's when they bring in um ian i believe his last name is dunlap and they go through uh like what's what's occurring in the stock market and they uh, open it up for q a like giving their feedback on like certain stocks and you know it's really interactive and then they also do things throughout the week around real estate which is something that you know i want to get into eventually um so yeah they're just man they're doing an awesome job phenomenal movement well james this is an honor my friend and i'm glad you were able thank you for sharing your experience thanks for sharing all those great tips i think you've won you beat moyo by a couple of points (laughs) although you did give him a point at the end again (laughs) i did i did yeah (laughs) yeah but thank you for having me man like it's like i said before it's truly an honor to be here to be a part of uh, your podcast and your show so i appreciate you just uh, being a phenomenal guy and uh, allowing me to just add any you know value that i can to your platform so i appreciate awesome, it awesome man well i'm trying to do my small part but it's called dream builders is there a website that we can send the listeners to or just yeah. search for oh, yeah go for it yeah yeah so they could uh, go to dreambuildersjs.com uh, so that's my website, dreambuildersjs.com. Okay. But I prefer my social media sites. I'm a little more uh, active on those. That's a Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. Okay. Uh, and then also my Instagram. Uh, I would have to get my Instagram handle because I don't have it memorized either. But <laughs> Yeah, it's it, facebook.com slash Solutions. Is that where you want them to go to? Yeah, they could definitely go there. Or they could even reach out to me on my personal page. Like okay. I'm no yeah i'm I, you know i'm a personable guy so nice. either one works for me uh, oh. so if they have questions feel free to reach out to me on either either page yes yeah, i mean those links and i will link them all into the show notes and mm-hmm. if you follow james or like you know become friends with him on facebook 
guess what? hundred dollars. Maybe come to see That's right. <laughs> James, thank you so much. If the audience wants to follow up just those social media channels, do you want, you want them to follow you or check you out anywhere else personally? Uh, no, just social media. And like I say, I'll provide my Facebook links and also my Instagram links, but those will be the two primary, uh, you know, primary contacts that they can find me at. This is phenomenal, man. I'm, I'm so glad you got to share those tips. I love the stuff about checking out the newest apps that are doing well. Love the fact about the drawing and those giveaway things. James, thank you so much for coming on and doing this, man. Absolutely. And the pleasure is all mine. Thank you thank again. You for, thank you all for listening. I'll see you on the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.